Hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Chronically. This podcast is all things chronic illness. It's supposed to give everybody that doesn't have a chronic illness a little glimpse and a taste of what it's like to be dealing with an illness every single day. Now, are you ready? Because buckle up and prepare for a trip. Now, this first episode is about tips and tricks and hacks about being in the hospital. So I've been in the hospital so many times in my life, and every single trip gives me a little more idea of what I need to bring, what I should do, what I shouldn't do, hacks in the hospital, and I want to share with everybody what those tips are, what those hacks are, so that everybody can make each hospitalization a little bit easier and more... Relaxing. I don't know if it's exactly relaxing to be in the hospital, but we can make it. So let's go. So first, I'm going to start off with an essential that I think everybody needs to have that has a chronic illness and doesn't know when they're going to the hospital. So in my closet, I have a little duffel bag and I call it my hospital go bag. Inside of it, I have enough clothes for two days that includes underwear. I don't bring socks because I'd rather use the hospital socks because their floors are always slippery. I have an extra insulin pump site since when I go inpatient, they have me use their insulin rather than mine. So I always have to change it as soon as I'm there. And it usually ends up being a 3 a.m. change, which is really inconvenient. I always have, like, charger and, um, like, little entertainment things. Like, I might put a magazine or a book in there that I want to read. But just things that I know in the hospital I would like to have in the emergency room with me. I also have a blanket near it, so because every time I go in the hospital, it is three degrees, and I am shivering in the hospital because I usually have a fever anyway, and it's just miserable, and I would like to be nice and comfortable while being in the ER in the hospital, so that's that. So... Another thing that I think is absolutely essential to have in the hospital is a phone charger. Every time I go to the ER, I always remember to bring my iPad and my phone, but never a charger. And usually when I go there, I'm around like 50%. So I'm pretty good. But there at night, my parents will be like, do you have a phone charger? And I said, I'll say no. Like, my phone's probably going to die, so don't text me or anything. Like, I'm fine if there's anything wrong. The nurses will let you know. But they don't like that, so they end up going to the gift shop and buying a charger. Which, when you go to the gift shop, you have to buy two parts. You have to buy the actual charger part, and then you have to uh, buy the USB port that plugs into the wall. And... Together, this is around, like, $20. So it's just a little another expense 
that we have to do, but I mean, when you're buying a charger every single time you're there, it's pretty bad. So I always have an extra charger and I always remember to bring my chargers. Beauty products for me are a must. So whenever I arrive in the hospital, they give me a little bowl that has lotion, deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste, and it's not the best quality. Like the deodorant is a roll-on and the they give you the tiniest tube of toothpaste that doesn't have the best taste. And the toothbrush is really flimsy and the lotion makes my skin itch even more. And so I always bring my own products. Like I have a full-size deodorant I bring. I have a nice smelling lotion I have. Um, I always bring face wash because the hospital, they just give me a little face wash that is baby shampoo. And it makes my skin really dry and it just doesn't make me feel well. And it makes having all these products makes me feel nice and cleaner and before I used to bring my own stuff we would have to go to the gift shop and find one of some luxury items and it once again it was expensive like the phone charger one thing that has really made a difference for me is changing my sheets every single day I have a central line and I have to change my sheets every day but before I had the line, I used to go a few days without changing my sheets in the hospital. And to be honest, that was not the best idea. I didn't feel the best. I just felt dirty and just icky. So all it takes is a quick trip out of the bed a few seconds and just strip the sheets real quick and then just throw them all on. And you, to be honest, you will be amazed at what you will find that's trapped in the sheets. I have found alcohol swabs, thermometer covers, heart monitor pads, and lancets because I'm a diabetic as well. And it's kind of an adventure and treasure hunt to find out what's in the sheets. Being chronically ill, we all know that showers are the hardest thing ever. You don't have energy, you might feel dizzy, but when you're in the hospital, they are so much harder, but they're also kind of important to your health. So... After a while in the hospital, you start to feel icky and sticky after getting blood drawn and laying in bed all day and having doctors come in constantly and nurses be give they get your blood pressure. So usually for showers, you have to stand up. But my hack is to use a shower chair. It's pretty difficult to shower in a chair, but... It's worth the effort. You could just call down, have your nurse call down to either occupational therapy or whatever, and they'll bring up a chair for you. And it's going to take some trial and error to find out how's the best strategy to do your hair, wash your body, but it is worth it. If you don't want to take a shower, you can do a kind of like sink bath, but it's not the best for me. What I usually do is I get fill up a tub with hot water and I get some washcloths and I'll just wash myself down. But I just feel like it doesn't get me completely clean. And another tip is to go to the store and get better shampoo, like little trial size bottles. But 
because the hot spell shampoo is the baby shampoo and it just makes my hair very dry and just not what I want it to be. So if you want to spoil yourself a little bit, get some trial size bottles and you'll feel like a million bucks after. One tip that was very helpful to my family and I is to find out where the family center in my hospital was. It has made our life so much easier. They have a kitchen that is fully stocked with food, coffee, and snacks. There are usually donations from the community as well for the patients and the families. I have seen headbands, I've seen hand-knitten uh, hats and activities. There is usually a washer and dryer, and as a plus, the staff is nice enough to fold the clothes and blankets and put them in a bag. There is a library attached to my family center, so I can always go in there and browse the latest magazines and read a book in my hours out of my room. One thing that isn't so much a tip to help my family and I, it's more of a tip for the nurses, is to bring in snacks for them and maybe some sandwiches or something. My family and I, we would bring in cannolis and we brought in a sandwich tray one time. And the nurses absolutely loved it. They came up to us when we walked in the hallways. They said how it was a highlight of their day. And I just think it takes a lot and it means a lot to go that extra effort. And it kind of shows the nurses in a different way how much you appreciate them. And it's amazing how much the nurses love it. And the nurses are my favorite on my unit. So thank you so much to listening to Let's Talk Chronically. This is our very first episode. In the future, I'm hoping to add a Q&A from emails or messages. I'm hoping to make it much longer. I'm, I'm planning on having some guests coming on, talking about their illnesses. We're going to have a little chit-chat. So if you have any suggestions or comments, Please let me know. The information will be down below. And remember, next time, let's talk chronically.